All right. Welcome to the call tonight. Um, if you're on this call, it means that you are either a Gold Club member or you got invited as a non-member. So simple rules. Our operator's name tonight is Ariel. And in order to get to Ariel, you have to press star zero if you want to ask questions or discuss a property information sheet. Now, do we have anybody waiting here yet? Yes, our first call comes from Dennis. Dennis, please go ahead. All right. Hi, Ron. Dennis Dennis from Michigan. Michigan, okay. I know you always ask where I'm at. That's (laughs) right. Where people are from. (laughs) I've got uh, three uh, questions. They're, They're all going to be pretty quick, I'm sure, for you. All right. Um, I got the terms course. The first two are from the CDs, and the, the last one is from the book itself. On the, uh, the first question, when selling with owner financing, always get a personal guarantee. How do we get a personal guarantee? Well, honestly, getting a personal guarantee when anybody's signing a note like you're going to ask your buyers to do is the standard thing to do. Any, okay. any lawyer preparing you doc, documents is going to make them sign it personally. I mean, that's just a okay. given. Uh, now, however... Okay. In Michigan, Dennis, you're going to sell on a land contract. Right. Therefore, there is going to not going to be a personal guarantee anyway. It's it's just a normal standard thing that on a land contract you cannot go after them for a, a deficiency judgment if they don't pay you. But the upside is you get to get them out of the house pretty quick, because you don't even want to sell with owner financing in Michigan. It's horrific, unless it is a land contract. If you sell on a wraparound mortgage. Holy crap, you you could be a, a year getting the house back if you had to force them out, uh, whereas on a land contract you can have them out in a couple of months. Downside is you can't uh, they can't be personally liable on a land contract. Now, you can destroy their credit. You can certainly port them to a credit bureau if they don't pay you, but you can't go after them for any money. All right? Okay. Exactly. Okay, very good. Next one is the, um, the when selling, you force buyers to take title in a land trust, be to be deeded from my trust to their trust. The question is, um, pardon me? I don't do that. Oh, no? Uh-uh. It doesn't remain in the same uh, land trust as if there's an assignment of beneficial interest? No. No. It does not. When okay, I, so they can take title any way they want? You're going to take title with a deed, most likely, or a land mm-hmm. contract. And if you right. want to sell it on a land contract, then your land contract, you're going to, you're actually going to sell it to them on a land contract. If you buy a land contract, the only way you can sell it is a lease option or a land contract. But you're not going to, you're not going to transfer one trust to another when you're dealing with owner occupants. Okay. That's a game uh, an investor's play sometimes, is transfer the beneficial interest of the trust. But that's not something you're going to do. For a private individual. Okay. Okay. No. And the last one on the um, objections for um, the question is, you know, at the top of the page, when will you get my loan paid off? And they say, so, so the, basically it boils down to the seller wanting all cash right now. Mm-hmm. So then we say, okay, if you go refinance the house and keep all the proceeds, I will buy it from you with owner financing or lease purchase it for what you owe. How can we make that possible if we don't have any idea what the terms of their new loan is going to be or the refi is going to uh, be? You know it's going to be a low interest rate, don't you? Uh, no, that, that's that's kind of why I'm asking. How do well, we know what? what do you be? know right now if they go get a loan, it's going to be a low interest rate? Mm, no, how could I know? Because that's the only thing that's offered. It's low interest rate loans, and also, you know, you don't have to buy the property if you don't approve the loan. Mm-hmm. So this is a discussion you have with a seller along the way. 
you know, don't go don't go get a loan before you tell me what the terms are, and, I'll, and I'm sure I'll be okay with it, but I want to know before you close it if you want me to buy it. Okay, okay. So don't have to do it first and try and make it work when you don't know what, what it is ahead of time. You don't realistically think a seller is going to go get a house refinanced if you've got a contract to buy it from them without talking to you about the loan, do you? No, I'm just saying I'm, I wouldn't want to make that verbal commitment and say I will, I will do this, but not having any idea what the terms are going to be on that new refi, you know. You're not going to make any such commitment, and even if you did, what do you care? What's the worst going to happen? You don't buy it because you don't like the terms. Right. You're worrying okay. needlessly. Okay. That's my question. Thanks, Ron. All right. Okay, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Nathan. Nathan, please go ahead. And Nathan Hey, Ron. Where? Hey, it's Nathan from Davenport, Iowa. Okay. <clears throat> um, I sent you in a lead sheet. Um, I got it. All righty. I just talked to this guy today. He called me on Friday from a yellow letter I wrote. I called him back today. He's a contractor, actually. He works with a lot of local investors here, and he knew some of the people I know. So at first I was thinking, I don't know, that he might want to sell them. But I know them. they're mostly wholesalers. They don't do any kind of lease purchasing. So I think he's more interested in what I either sell it at all cash or I said, well, okay, it's at all cash. Because I'm looking to retire. I got about 10 properties, and this is one of them. So I was like, wow, right away I'm like, ding, ding, ding. It sounds good, but then he says um, three hundred thousand. I looked it up on Zillow. You see that three forty is around the cost. He thinks it'll appraise for around three fifteen. It's right across the street, literally from the best elementary school in town. And um, he, uh, I just said, I just threw it out there. I said, well, if you don't get all cash, um, you're looking to retire. What if I were to lease purchase it from you? He goes, yeah, that's fine. Twenty six fifty a month. And he just threw that number at me. I said, oh, okay. And I just go, well, let me run some numbers and I'll get it back to you on that. I didn't really go any farther than that because um, I didn't really talk about getting under contract yet, but I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of where I'm at right now. Todd said to go ahead and uh, pursue to get it under contract and see what the market says. Well, you said he would lease purchase it, yet your sheet shows that he will own or finance it. Which is it? Uh, did I circle the wrong thing? Well, I guess so. Because mm -hmm. you've got a, you, you're, you're circling in C there, which says yes, he'll own or finance it. All right, so you think he will just lease purchase it? Right. All right, well, you tell me, what do you need to know from him to determine whether you want it or not? Uh, the, the terms. I guess how, if he'll give me um, if he'll give me 90 days or if he'll give me um, not three years. He, he told you he wanted $2,600 a month. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Or did you tell him? Right. He told me. All right. Well, that's going to be very, very high for a $300,000 house, so that's going to have to go down, way down. Okay. Do you know what the market rent is in that area? Rent comps is 2600 That's what Zillow says. Well, I don't believe that. You're going to have a hard time convincing me that a $300,000 house is going to bring $2,600. Okay. I would do a lot more digging on that. And besides, what if it did bring 2600 Are you going to pay him 2600 knowing that you will not be able to get any monthly cash flow out of it? If I can get a good enough spread on the um, on the uh, price, on the sale price. Well, but shouldn't you at least try to get that monthly rent down first? Right. So that you can, right. so you can actually stay in the deal. Right. We haven't negotiated that yet, but, uh, right. you know. that. Well, but you were on the telephone with him, weren't you, Nathan? I was. So I was. the question is, is, why haven't you negotiated yet? Because all it is is asking a couple more questions more than you ask. Right, right. I just told him I'd get back with him. I just, uh, and you know, I wanted to um, kind of look it over a little bit, and then I, I knew I was going to be on the call with you, so I just wanted to kind of see what you had to say, too. 
Well, did you know at that time that you needed to know what's the least he will take and what's the term he will offer? Well, I was thinking that 2650 might be okay. Answer my question. Did you know no, did at not. the time you were on the telephone with him that you're going to need to know what the lowest price he would take and how long of a term he would give you? Right. I did, but I didn't ask him. No. You didn't ask him, did you? No. So now what do you got to do? Now you got to pick you up the phone back. and call him back and ask him the same questions that you should ask him while you had him on the telephone <laughs> to determine whether he's a suspect or a prospect. Right. And if it sounds good, I might just go ahead and get the contract try to get it signed tomorrow. Well, before you go get so anxious to get the contract, you got a long way to go here. Right. He's asking you actually more than what I think you're going to rent it for. And you have no idea how long he'll lease option to you for. And I got a good idea. He'd probably rather sell it to you with owner financing. Okay. So unless you and I go through this conversation and you're him and I'm me. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. And for the rest of you listening to this call, I don't care if you turn on your tape recorder. I can't stop you. <laughs> so, so let's go. What's his name? Uh, Sam. Sam. Okay, Sam. Listen, I've got all the facts here, and you're telling me that you want $300,000 for the house. Uh, if we can agree upon the rest of the terms, is, is that the best you can do? Uh, that's what I was hoping to get. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose I could give, if you, if you could cash me out, I could do it for uh, 290 well, I'm not going to cash you out, Sam. And I'm, you know, I can tell you right now, if cashing you out is a requirement that, that I won't be able to house. I buy on terms, so that I can sell on terms, and but ultimately I'll cash it out. So really, I'm just a delayed cash purchase or cash sale, but it will take me a while. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, so my my goal is to uh, create some terms with you, so that I can offer terms, so that uh, I can help people that can't qualify now get qualified in the future. So based on that uh, and the fact that I'm going to take care of all of the repairs, what's the least you could take, Sam? Right. I understand that. And I think it will price for 315 so I think 290 would be the lowest I'd go. It's 290 Okay. Well, what is the least you could take per month and for rent since I'm doing all the repairs? Well, I could probably rent it out for 2650 so I'd, I would want that for the least purchase. Okay, and when you rent it out for twenty six fifty, aren't you responsible for all of the repairs and the management of the property? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. Okay, if I'm going to uh, do this property and and uh, be responsible for those repairs and take care of all the management and do all the things that are involved and get you cashed out, don't you think that I'm going to have to have some kind of a reason to do all that? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so that means I'm going to want a monthly spread to have any interest in staying in it. So that means I've got to actually pay you less than what I collect. And if, and if you're at the actual, absolute top of the market, then I, w- I won't be able to do that, will I? Right. So what is the least you could take per month? I guess I could do 2400 uh, well, You're you're getting there. What's your next choice? <laughs> uh, lowest would be 22 Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. When I when I come out and take a look at the house, we can, we can work on that more, but... Um, See, you're convinced that the market rent is 26, but we won't know that till the market tells me it is, will we? Right. Okay. Going on Zillow and finding the market rent doesn't mean that we're going to rent it for what Zillow says, does it? No. Okay. Oh, well, how long can you give me, uh, Sam, knowing that I'm going to be taking care of the maintenance until I cash you out? And my end objective is just to, to do just exactly that because that's when I get paid. So, how long of a term can you give me? Um. 
guess as long as uh, you're you're paying on it, I can uh, I can give you you know three two to three years is fine. Well, okay, so we'll start there. Three years is the minimum that I can do it for, but uh, I'll take I'll know better when I get to the house. All right, well, another question, Sam. Would you rather sell this house or lease it? I really like to sell it. Okay. Well, I'd really like to buy it. If you'll sell it to me with owner financing and take back a monthly payment until I get you cashed out, that makes me responsible for all the taxes and all the insurance, and I'll own the house, and you'll have a lien against it, so you become the bank. But you have no responsibility to the house whatsoever. It's all on me. Now, if you'd rather do that, I can do that, and I'll pay the closing cost to close it with our attorney. Uh, and, uh, of course, again, taxes, insurance, and maintenance are all on me. It uh, just means that I'm going to have to have a, a lower payment because now I'm responsible for the taxes and insurance. Does that sound like something we can do? Yeah, that might work better. All right. Well, the next step is for me to come out to the house and take a look, and um, by the time I leave, we'll either have it worked out or we won't. Is that fair? Okay. Sounds good. And when would you like for me to be there? Well, we can meet up today. When? Today would be fine. Okay. Are you married? Nope. Nope. So you own a house by yourself? Yes. All right. So if I come out to the house and I take a look at it today, are you ready to to sell a house if we can agree upon the terms? Yeah, sure. All right. Just tell me what time and I'll be there, man. Okay. All right. That's how the conversation goes. Okay. That's how the conversation goes every single time. Once you and get he's to pretty the knowledgeable with. Huh? I mean, he he does a lot of buy and hold. He's real knowledgeable. He asked me straight Good. up. He said, "Are you gonna you're you're looking to lease this out to somebody else too?" Yes. And I, I figured that's what you're doing. I said, "Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing." He goes, "Okay, that makes sense." He goes, "Well, I'd, I'd be I'd entertain an idea, you know, an idea about doing yep. it." So, and, he, and he and he certainly understands why you've got to have a monthly spread too, doesn't he? Right. All yeah. right. So he's just playing, just playing the field. So level okay. with him. Tell him the truth. And tell it like it is, and the folks that want to deal with you will deal with you, and the folks that won't, won't. It's just that simple. But Sounds next good, time right? you're on the telephone, finish the call. Don't stop in the middle. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. By the way, for all of you listening, he gets this thing under contract. Or He's only asking 300 Let's say he gets it down to 290 uh, Nathan says it's worth 340 for crying out loud. That means $50,000 worth of free equity. Nathan will get into it with no money down, and on the three hundred thousand dollar house, he'll get fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollar non-refundable deposit from his buyer. That'll all go in his pocket, and hopefully, after negotiating, he'll have three or four hundred dollars a month with the positive cash flow from the difference between what he puts tenant buyer in it for and what he has to pay the seller. Guys, that's the name of the game, and it's as simple as that. That's all there is to it. Get sellers who say yes to terms, like this guy has. Negotiate the best deal you can. Put it into the marketplace, collect more down than you pay, collect more per month than you pay per month. It really ain't rocket science. Beautiful homes, beautiful neighborhoods. All right, Ariel, who is next? Okay, our next call comes from Brian. Brian, please go ahead. Brian from where? Brian from in California. Okay. Can I do for hey, you? Hey, Ron, today? how you doing? Good. Um I um I have a I sent in a property lead sheet. I, I, don't I didn't get it. Got it in. Okay. All right. Four o'clock deadline, guys. Four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If they're not here by four, they don't make it to me. Okay. All right. Um, there's a property. Um, it said it would. Uh, the the R was uh, is six twenty five. Um, the guy's asking five ninety eight for it. Okay. 
and um, loan? Zillow said, "I'm sorry." What's the loan? The loan is for seventy-six thousand. Okay. And fourteen oh one a month. Okay, and his terms are that he agreed to. His terms are ten percent down in three thousand a month. Okay, well, three thousand a month I can live with on a six hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar house, as long as it's PITI. Are we talking about uh, we're talking about a lease or a uh, owner financing? This is a lease. Okay, well then it's just rent you're paying, so we don't care about PITI. So he'll take three thousand dollars a month. What do you think the market rent is? The market rent um, Zillow had twenty five hundred. All right, so then he won't won't take three thousand a month because you'll have a hard time covering that. And that's easy to show him on Zillow. Look, Zillow says twenty five hundred. I can't pay you twenty five hundred, or, I, or, I, or you know, I'll be in a negative cash flow situation. And I know you don't want that, do you, Mister Seller? Um, okay. So you need to get his rent down to about two thousand, not three thousand. Okay. okay. Now ten percent down. We know you're not going to do that. So, did are you the one to talk to him, or somebody else uh, talk to him? No, somebody else talk to him. All right. Then you haven't talked to the guy. No. Sorry. So let's you and I go through that conversation. Okay. What's his name? Uh, Jack. Jack. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Hey, Jack. Uh, listen, uh, my name is Ron Legrand, and I'm calling you back about the house you have on uh, whatever street it is. Uh, you talked to my assistant yesterday, and I'm following up. You got a minute? Sure, uh, sure, Ron. Okay. Well, listen, my information says that you're asking um, 590 for it. Is that correct? 598. 598. And uh, that you're willing to lease purchase it, but that you want a $3,000 a month rent. Is that also correct? That is correct. All right. Well, listen, I, uh, lease purchasing is what I do. I either buy with lease purchasing or I buy it with owner financing. Well, before I go any further, would you rather sell it or lease it? Uh, I think leasing would be fine. All right. All right. Well, um, that's what I do. But the problem is, Jack, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of market research here, and it looks like about all the market will pay to lease this house is $2,500 a month. So obviously, I can't pay you more than that. And honestly, I, I couldn't even pay you that because when I lease houses from you, I'm responsible for 100% of the repairs, Jack. That means you're never going to have to worry about somebody calling you to unplug a toilet or something like that. That's all on me. And my whole objective in my business is that I will find a quality person to put in that house and ultimately help them get qualified and cash us both out. That's how I get paid. Uh, but in order to do that, I need, I'm going to have to have some kind of a, a monthly spread on it to stay in it. So if you work with me on that, I think we can probably come to some terms here and get this thing done. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Makes- well, what's the least you could take per month on this thing if you can forget about it till it's cashed out? Uh, the least I could take, I'd like to make about um, 700 uh, over top of my payment of 14, so maybe 2100. Okay, so you're okay with 2100, and I might be able to live with that. I'll know more when I come out and take a look at the house. So uh, let me ask you, Jack, how long of a term did you have in mind? Uh, I was thinking about two years. Two years? Yeah. Well, honestly, I usually do them, uh, my normal is five years. Uh, sometimes I'll give a little on that, but uh, I would like to think you're flexible on that at least because, frankly, the minimum I'd want to do is three years. Can you think you can live with that? By the way, before you answer, it's a very, very good chance it won't even take anywhere near three years. 
but I kind of like to have as much time as possible so that my back isn't against the wall. Okay. Yeah, All I don't right. want to get in a situation where it's 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 difficult to pay me. Well, pay you, I'll be paying you, Jack. Okay. So, but but to be sure that the uh, the, the the amount of, that you your cash flow would be greater than what it is that you would need well, to pay me. Well, once we enter into this agreement, uh, that would be my problem, and and uh, you need to forget about it until we get you cashed out. I just want to make sure that I don't. I don't uh, enter into an agreement that I can't handle here. That's why we're having this discussion about that payment. Um, I, th I think the market will bring $2,500, give or take, but I won't know until I actually get the market to tell me that. In the meantime, all we got to do right now is to get you and I to come to terms so I can go to work and get into the, my marketplace and see what the market will bring. Okay. First step is come out and take a look at the house, and I'm okay with doing that after our conversation because it looks like you're flexible on your terms. Am I right? Yeah, I'm flexible. Okay. Um, I, I am looking for 10% down, though. Oh, 10% down? Well, obviously, I, I, if, if you're telling me I, I've got to pay you $60,000 down payment, then that would take me out, Jack. And, frankly, that would take out my buyers as well. So if that's an absolute must for you, that would be a deal killer for me. Okay. And what would you be able to do? Well, are we talking about buying it or leasing it? Uh, leasing it. Leasing, and we don't generally put anything down on the lease. Okay. If you would prefer to sell it to me with owner financing and just take a monthly payment till I cash you out, then I might be able to work out a down payment there. But I can tell you right now, it won't be anywhere near sixty thousand dollars. Huh? Could you do ten thousand? Ten thousand? Well, I'm sure I can work uh, with that. So let's go ahead and make an appointment, and let's get out there, and we can hack out the rest of the details when we get there. Okay? Okay, sounds right. good. If you get me down to $10,000, I know we got a deal one way or the other. I'm not worrying about it. I'd probably even agree to give you a $10,000 down payment on a lease option if you get that uh, uh, that monthly payment down to about $2,000. Okay. All right. Because I know on a $625,000 house, I'm going to wind up. I'm, I mean, the minimum I'm going to take is $50,000 from my buyer. Okay. Make sense? Makes sense. Okay. All right. So All right, you, thanks, Ron. You know what to do? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I do. Yeah. All right. Go for it. All right. Thanks, Ron. All right. Ariel, how many we got lined up? Okay. We have about nine in the queue. Okay. Well, don't take any more. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Who's next? Okay. Our next call comes from Raphael. Raphael, please go ahead. Raphael, from where? Raphael? Hello? Yes, where, are you, where do you live? Yeah, hi, Ron. Uh, actually, my name is Shofiel, not Raphael. Oh, okay. Well, she heard it wrong then, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm from New York. Uh, yeah, hi, Ron. All right, what can I do for you? Uh, I have a uh, seller. I, I recently uh, got a lead from my uh, talked He's asking for four ninety nine. Uh, it's a four-bedroom, a four-bathroom, big house. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, he, he will either do lease purchase or seller finance, but I'm having a little bit of tough time with the R. Zillow is saying it's worth about 850, and uh, I, I, my comps are all over the place. So, I, but recently sold about 550, 450 on uh, that area. 
so I, I, I'm really having uh, So he's asking four ninety nine, right? Yeah, he's asking four ninety nine. So what are you worried about? Uh, he's he's he owes two hundred thousand. Okay, uh, but why are you worried about all of the comps when he's asking four ninety nine and you know it's worth considerably more than that? All right, but I just don't know how to uh, how to uh, construct the uh, present the offer. Do you know why? Because you haven't asked the right questions to the seller to tell you what he will take. That's why we have scripts. Right. Do you have the scripts? Yes, I do, yes. Okay. The best thing I can tell you to do is actually read them. They work right. better when you read them out loud to the seller. Yeah, so, actually, I, I got the script recently. I, I signed up for a quick start. I, I don't care. The point is you have the script, right? Yes, Pull out the one that says owner financing on it because you just told me that he would do owner financing or lease purchase. Did you not? Yes, he would do, but he's asking for uh, for his equity. He's asking for large down payment. How large? Uh, he's asking uh, about fifty percent cash. Okay. Uh, if he's if he's if he's hung up on fifty percent cash, you are wasting all of your breath, and there's nothing you can do to save the deal. So why don't you just tell him point blank, like I just did on my last conversation? Just tell him. If you have to have 50% down, I'm not your huckleberry. I can't do anything with the house. So you're saying if you don't get 50% down, you won't sell it? If he says yes, goodbye. Done. Over. Write this down. You ready? Yeah. You can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay, you're, well, you're you're worrying about more about trying to satisfy his needs with his stupid 50% down than you are doing a deal that makes any common sense. Any seller that wants 50% down is immediately disqualified. But uh, Ron, I I, I uh, noticed that if I may talk him uh, down to uh, lower it, uh, okay. his uh, payment, uh, his down payment. Then why don't you just ask him? Do I need to go over it again? Are you saying if you have to, to if you don't get fifty percent down you won't sell a house? What's right. he gonna say? He's either gonna say yes or he's gonna say no. If he says no, what are you gonna say? Well then what's the least you could take down? Absolutely. And you okay. get it down to the bottom. That's all. It's the same questions over and over again, all of which happen to be at the bottom of your script that I created for you to call on uh, owner finance deals. Correct. So get the script out, follow the script. Ask the questions you need to know the answer to and quit worrying about what he says. He needs you ten times more than you need him. There's a thousand of him out there. There's only a handful of people that can actually make these things work and get these sellers out of the house. All right. Okay, lecture over. All right. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome. Right. Call, call, call me anytime you need abused. Uh, that's no problem. By the way, I signed up for a quick start uh, real estate school. Which one? Houston. Oh, I'm good. Coming. All right. Well, you identify yourselves when you get there, and I will continue the the abuse. Uh, okay, no problem. <laughs> okay. I, I have a couple of the leads I'm I'm bringing. And, All right, uh, good. Bring a pile of them. You're going to hate yourself. Bring a stack of them. Remember, we actually do the deals for real there. We call a seller for you. Oh, I see. Okay. Get as many of them as you can. All right, he said. Okay. All right, see you there. I'll right, see you there. All right, Carol, who's next? Okay, our next call comes from Lynn. Lynn, please go ahead. All right. 
Lynn? Hey, hey, Ron. Lynn actually stepped away. It's Diane. I'm calling from Wisconsin. Okay. And um, now that you're all fired up, uh-oh, I have a uh, more of an opportunity than a deal that I kind of just need to maybe brainstorm, work work it through with you. And Shoot. You know, I will I will say that, you know, I've already talked to some of your people. I talked to Dan and the hotline today, and um, we got to call into Jay Connor, and this will all make sense once I explain what we're, we're working on. Um, we just, I mean, just recently happened upon, uh, I mean, this is a beautiful house, other than it needs a little bit of work, a little repair. It's been neglected. Um, it's vacant. It's in foreclosure. It's going to auction Wednesday, this Wednesday. Um, we've done some, you know, research and, you know, kind of digging into the, to the, you know, kind of gotten some information on this, not by talking to anybody, just kind of. All right. Well, let me stop you there so that we don't keep rambling on for nothing here. Uh, If it's going to auction on Wednesday, what do you think is going to happen between now and Wednesday? Well, here's, you know, I mean, based on what we know, we were thinking what we're, and, you know, this was kind of coming from Dan too, we're kind of getting his intel on this. Um, a, a cash offer, you know, find a private lender. Listen to me. Offer. Listen to me. Yeah. There is no way, none, that you're going to save this property between now and Wednesday. Today is Monday. It's almost Tuesday. There's no way anybody's going to move that fast if you don't have the cash in the bank account. And and frankly, it would be foolish for you to write the check to buy that property if you haven't done the due diligence on it and done title search on it, even if you go to the auction. And, and that's, of course, assuming you buy it cheap enough to make you even want to write that check. But if you got to raise the capital to buy this house and it's going to the auction on Wednesday, we probably should be talking about another house because this one ain't it. Really? Okay. No way. Nobody's going to write a check to buy this house without doing their due diligence. And at the very least, that means a title search. And that ain't going to happen between now and Wednesday. Okay. It's gone. All right, yeah, sad, 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 but, yep, I, okay. Yep, you just ran out of time on it. Yeah, yeah, it was, didn't get... like, it was just, like, you know, very last minute that we, you know, stumbled into this, and it's like, well. I understand. Yeah, I get it. Not your fault, but there's nothing you can do about it. You need to recognize that and quit wasting any more time on it. Even if you sure. called, even if you called the bank and made them an offer, there's no way they would they would stop the foreclosure when it's going to the steps on Wednesday. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's okay. Fine. Sorry. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> All right. Ariel? Okay. Our next call comes from Michael. Michael, please go ahead. Where are you at, Michael? I hope you got a, get a good one. I'm getting depressed here. Uh, Ron, hello. I'm in Orlando. Okay. Uh, what's going uh, on in Orlando? <laughs> when, when, all right. Here's a question. When the seller is taking a second to get their uh, equity out of the house, Yes, a second or, or just refinancing the first? Oh, I well, from what I've learned, I would guess the second. Why don't we just go with that? Okay. Let's go with that one because that pertains to my question. Does does the seller arrange with the bank the no interest and no payment on that second? Or is that something I arrange with the seller? Michael. What? You Show me where there's a bank that's going to do no interest and no payment. So it's something I do with the seller. They don't exist. Okay, well, well. So, yes, that's only what you're going to do with the seller, but you're not going to do that if the seller's got a loan on it. Okay, well, then I must have misunderstood what I was Yeah, you did. 
You did. Okay. okay. What, you, what, what, what you were, what I was referring to, is when you're giving a seller back a second on the property. Okay. With, with no payments or no interest. That means nobody's going to any bank. There's no bank involved. When I give the seller a second. Correct. In other words, if they got fifty grand in in uh, equity there, uh-huh. I'm going to give them that fifty grand on a second, or are we going to? You can. How are you going to work that? Yeah, okay. you can do that. Your Thank land you. trust can sign a note for that fifty thousand dollars attached with a mortgage. It gets recorded as a lien against the property, but and no payments and no interest. But if there's any lender of any kind involved, no payments and no interest are out the window. Okay, okay, I can see where I misunderstood that. Yeah, All right. I get it. I can almost remember when I would have misunderstood it, too, about 35 years ago. Well, I'm new at this. So <laughs> I it's understand. So kind of easy. <laughs> That's how you get old. And just and just for the record, I have to hear it about five times to get it as well. <laughs> so, All right. And the older you get, the older you get, the more times you have to hear it, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm getting there. I got uh, it. I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you Saturday. Oh, okay. So you're going to be there live or on on on? Well, I'm going to be there live. Oh, good. All right, good. I'll see you then. Okay. Bring, bring leads, man. You're going to hate yourself if you don't. I'm sure going to sure going to try. All right. Okay. Thank, okay. thank you. Right. All right, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Joe. Joe, please go ahead. Joe from where? Pittsburgh. Okay, Joe, what's up? Well, I have a house uh, in the Aspenwall section of Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. He's asking uh, two seventy. He recently dropped the price to two sixty-five, but he says it'll take two fifty. Okay. Uh, Zillow says two seventy-one. Total View says two seventy-nine. So he's kind of in the ballpark, and, All right. and the, comps, the comps are uh, in that area, pretty much, pretty much okay. the same thing too. Loan balance. Uh, it's free and clear. He's going to do owner finance. Okay. Monthly payment? Uh, he says 1000 but, you know, taxes in that area are like $4,800 a year. Uh, rentals, looking at rental meter, uh, $900 would probably get kind of pushing it. So he that, said a, that, did you say he said 1000 Yeah. He's going to owner finance it to you with $1,000 a month. And of course, you're going to have to add taxes and insurance on top of that, so you think it's going to yeah. be another 500 a month. Exactly. Okay, so you're into it fifteen hundred dollars a month, which is which is okay, on a house in that price range. Okay. That's well, fine. Yeah. Okay. He wanted what about down payment? Down. Huh? He wanted he wanted ten percent, but uh, we okay. talked a little bit about that, and he's willing to take five. Okay, and he's probably willing to take less when you get out to the house. I would imagine. So you got the makings of a very good deal there. What's okay. your question? Well, um, the rental, um, you know, if we have, if we're Paying uh, $1,500 a month for the monthly payment as well as $400, you know. And, and no, 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 no. $1,500 a month is PITI. Okay, okay. So if I'm paying that, uh, where, where's my cash flow? Well, I won't know. I don't know because you haven't told me what the market will rent it for yet because you don't know because you haven't put it out to the market yet. Okay. But but don't forget on a on a lease purchase you get more normally than you do rent. I I'm guessing you can probably get that thing up to a couple grand. Really? 17, 1800, uh, uh, easy enough. Come on, the okay. house will probably rent for that without the lease option deal. Okay. All right. Well, here's a couple of questions that keep me up at night sometimes. Okay. What happens if we we sign a contract for say uh $250,000? Yep. And the market says no, 250 is too much. How do we go back to the seller's, hey, we got to renegotiate this? Say that again. The market says it's too much? 
Yeah. All right. Well, um, first of all, you should do a little bit of homework before you close on it to begin with, and that means do more work to substantiate the value. Right. And you should do more work to see what you think the market rent really is there. But right. if you have to, is he living in the house or is it vacant? Vacant right now. Well, okay. Well, then that means that you could actually even, with his permission, solicit for a tenant buyers on it before you even closed on it. You'd have to have his permission and a key to show it to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could get it uh, if if you're concerned about it. Now, if it's me and I was concerned about it, I always ask myself, how can I lose and what, what can I do now to fix it? How can I lose? Well, I'd be stuck making a uh, $1,500 payment on a house that I don't have a tenant buyer in there. Then I'd ask myself, well, okay, is that going to kill me? If the answer is no, that's not going to kill me, then I'll move forward. If it's going to okay. kill me, then I'm not going to be able to move forward without removing the risk. And I remove the risk by telling the seller that I'm not going to uh, close on it until I find somebody to put in it that I like. That removes the risk. As far as your value is concerned, that's the least of my concerns because that's the easiest thing for you to verify. You can look, just look at a couple of comps to do that. Right. So you said he'd take what, 250? Uh huh. And what do you think it's worth? 270 something? He was originally asking 270, yes. But you think uh, he'd? But he said he'd take 250. Right. You know it's worth in the 270s, which means I'm going to put it on the market for 289.9. Therefore, I am no concerned about the value. That's easy for me to check. So that will not stop me from moving forward and closing on it. So the last thing is a down payment. I don't want to give the guy 5% down, but when you think about it, what is that? $12,500? Uh, between you and me and a lamppost, if I, if I had to close, if I, uh, if I knew that value was there, I'd give the guy 12500 down if I had to and go ahead and close on it to protect the deal. But right. not before trying to negotiating them down to maybe five thousand dollars down, okay, and covering the closing costs. So if I get him down to that point, I'm going to close this puppy. I ain't worried about all the crap you're worried about. And by the way, I'm going to get three months before my first payment's due anyway, which is easy when it's free and clear. He don't even have an underlying payment to make. Right. So when you learn how to structure these things, like I just described to you, the risk goes away, or at least is a totally. Reduced to where it's in, where it's completely tolerable based on your gain. So turn that thing around. Let's suppose I have to give him five thousand dollars down. There's no way I'm gonna put anybody in a quarter of a million dollar house, which is now a two hundred eighty nine nine house, because I said so, with less than twenty twenty five thousand dollars minimum out of their pocket. Yeah. I'd rather make the fifteen hundred dollar payment if it came to it than take less than that to put somebody in that house. And you won't have any trouble finding somebody to uh, put in that house in that price range, uh, in that quality. That's got a chunk of money. See, that's the good news. People looking for $300,000 houses aren't broke like the people looking for that $80,000 crap that you also have there in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Am I making sense? Yes, huh? <laughs> Okay. Until you, go, until you go out and do one or two of these things and actually put one of these beautiful houses on the market with terms, you're, not, you're just not going to be convinced at how exciting the marketplace is out there and how many people are running around with a bunch of cash that would kill to get into this beautiful house because they can't qualify it alone for a loan at the bank right now. Okay. And, you know, what you're trying to do right now is talk yourself out of it. Uh, here's one thing I know for sure. You're never going to make a dime on the deals you don't do. You're right there. 
Get it under contract, man. Quit worrying about all the rest. You learn it a little bit at a time as you go, and you've already eliminated the risk unless you make the decision to close on it. And frankly, in my opinion, that risk is minimal. Okay. So, we don't, so again, we don't close until we find a buyer, right? Well, no, that's, I didn't say that. I said that's a choice that you get to make. Okay. Guy takes $5,000 down and a low monthly payment. I'm going to close on it like as fast as I can get the title search done. Okay. Because I want to protect the deal. Remember, the minute I close on that thing, I totally control that house. I own it. I can do whatever I darn well please on it. Right. But if I put it under contract, there's always a chance the seller will waffle on me, and 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 then I got to deal with them, and you know, it just makes the deal tougher. So, if I'm okay with the risk, I'm going to close. If I'm not okay with it, then I won't close till I find the buyer. That's the long and the short of it. Sounds fair enough. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Jackie. Jackie, please go ahead. Jackie, where are you? Hi, Ron. I'm in Idaho, Tuna, Idaho. Okay. I, I was at the quick start here just last when you did in Seattle. All right. <laughs> yeah, and I've got a couple questions. I'm a little confused. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, actually, you were talking with the gentleman just a minute ago, and i got a question about that. If you, let's say that they want... You get them down to five thousand down, and you don't have five thousand. Mm-hmm. You go out and you find private money. No. No. Private money and the pretty house business don't go together, Jackie. Okay. Private money is only if I'm paying cash for houses. Okay. So if you don't have five thousand dollars, you got two choices. You can find somebody with the five thousand and make it worth a while. Do you remember the the speech I did about? Uh, you put up the five thousand, and I'll pay you back twenty five percent more than that. Right. When I get to, when I put somebody in the house, which means when I put somebody in there with a lease option, not when I cash them out. Right. Just put it under contract. Or get it under contract with the five thousand dollars down. And I promise you that five thousand is not going to be hard to find if you want to close on it. Okay, it's a little terrifying. <laughs> but all right. So then, I'm getting some confusion, and it's probably me. But when I, I I follow the script and I start talking uh, and making calls, and I keep getting um, the same response, you're gonna you're gonna put somebody else in that in my property. Well, then why don't I just do that? And I am well. That's probably because you're opening that uh, door, Jackie. But okay. um, if you you know again, if I think I'm going to close on it, I'm not even going to have that conversation about what I'm going to do with it. In your case. Uh, oh, okay. if, we're, if we're doing if we're doing these deals that require nothing or a little nothing down, uh-huh. I, I don't have that conversation unless the seller brings it up or or are there something else in the conversation that makes me want to try to explain to them what I'm doing. Uh, oh. But even if I do explain to them that that's my intent, like you've heard me do on this call, mm-hmm. and they ask me, well, why don't you do it? Then I'm going to answer them, well, you can if you want to be bothered with finding that person and taking care of the repairs and the handling. On the other hand, I can do it, and it doesn't cost you anything because I get my compensation from the buyer. Okay. So you handle the grief, or I'll handle the grief. It doesn't cost you any more if I handle it than if you handle it. Oh, I like that. That's good. Pretty good, wasn't okay. I? I just made that. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last one, I guess. Okay, so on a lease, on a lease purchase, mm-hmm. do I pay their? Do I make their house payment? Do I take over making you pay that payment? Rent. You pay rent. 
Okay, so I just pay, okay, I confused that and I messed myself up. So I don't have to make their payment. I just pay them. It's up to them to make the payment. That's correct. You can't make their uh -huh. payment. You're paying them rent when you're leasing it with an option uh -huh. to buy. Okay. Well, I had one. This gal was in it. She was she was actually it was an act deal. Um, and I, I said too much because I was talking to her about the whole, you know, putting somebody in there. And then right after, she said she talked to her husband right after she hung up. And I said, well, I'll, I will be happy to explain it to him. She had the realtor call me. Oh, God. And he, yeah. And I went, uh, and I didn't answer it, thankfully, because I was busy. And I thought, well, I wouldn't want to call that realtor back and explain. No, you real don't. Poor. Okay, no, you I don't. didn't. But I can I, I was thinking, I don't think Ron would call that realtor back. No. Well, I, I got a good idea that you're talking too much. Yeah, I think I am, but I... I don't I think you are. I know you are. Just get out my scripts and just read my scripts and don't go wandering off of them and go off on a tangent. Well, I tried to do that. <laughs> I really did. I've been trying to use the scripts out of the out of the books that I got from uh, Brian and Lynette that has yours, and I like yep. yours a little better, so I took it straight shot. And, yep. But yeah, I think I'm. Okay, so I wondered about that. So just don't mention that I'm going to sublease it or anything like that. Not unless you have no choice because the seller wants more of a down payment than you're willing to give them. Okay. And in that case, you don't have any choice. I said, well, listen, if you need that much down, then uh, I'll have to go to plan two. And that is once you and I uh, get an agreement, uh, I'm going to have to go into the marketplace and into my database and see if I can uh, and find someone that will actually pay me more because that's how I get compensated. It's the difference between what I collect from my buyer and what I pay you. Okay. So if you want that much down, then I can't close on it because I'm not willing to put up that money unless I find that buyer. However, if you'll do it with nothing down, I'll go ahead and close it myself. So, one last question. Mm -hmm. The difference for me, okay, because I'm sitting here with not hardly any working capital, and I'm not, I know we don't have to have much, but, so should I stick to a lease purchase since I don't have any backup yes. money, or yes. stick to a purchase till I get going? Yes, because even if you buy with owner financing, hon, you're going to have to pay closing costs. That's what I was thinking. Definitely. I kept coming yeah. against that. Yeah. So I can still go in on a free and clear, though, yes. and do, an, do a lease. Okay. Free and clear has nothing to do with it, whether it's free and clear or whether it's got a loan on it. Okay. You, you stick to just lease purchasing. It's so much simpler. There's no closing costs. Uh, and you lease purchase it with an option. I mean, lease it with an option to purchase it, and then you just sublease it to a tenant buyer. Okay. Get yourself uh, a check for ten grand real quick. I need one. I know. I've got several new ones. I'm like, I'm not touching these till I talk to Ron. I think I'm shooting myself in the foot. Thank well, you so much, Ron. You're normal. <laughs> That's nice to know. <laughs> All right. You've been listening well, to these folks on this call tonight, girl? <laughs> I did. I know. <laughs> you're normal. <laughs> it actually helped a lot. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll get to see you in December. We're aiming for that, but i got to get right. one of these. Come deals. on down. Okay. Thanks, Bye. Ron. Uh, Ariel, how many more do we have, ma'am? Um, there are three more in the queue. Okay, go for it. Okay, our next call comes from Rodney. Rodney, please go ahead. All right, Rodney, where are you at? Hey, hey, good evening, Ron. Um, this is Rodney from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina area. Okay. Okay. Um, need a little assistance with with one. Um, um it could be a potential wholesale or it could be a owner okay. occupant. Um, it, it's a, a total re rehab involved. Uh, the asking 
price is fifty six nine. Um, yep. It's a ninety year old historical home. Needs right. tons of work. Arv. Uh, the gentleman. Arv is close to one ninety nine in that area. And repair cost. Uh, he he we were. The gentleman, when I spoke with him, was saying um, in between 40 and 50k. Um, just from my experience and, and working on homes, I'm thinking maybe to, uh, just to be safe, 75,000. Oh, how big is the house? Uh, almost 4,000 square feet. Uh, oh, that's 3,530. Plus, yeah. it has a basement and there's uh, a water okay. in the basement. The sun yeah. pump is out. Plus, it's a 90-year-old yeah. house, so you never know what you're going to yeah. get into. All right, right. So what's the and question? Okay, well, the question is he's open to owner financing at, at 10% down at $500 per month um, with a balloon. Okay, um, or and he wants 56? Yeah. If yeah. I were you, or, if I were you uh -huh. I'd give him exactly what he wants, except get it down to 5% and take it as is and go ahead and close on it. Okay, so so you would would not entertain um, uh, trying to um, secure an, an owner occupant. I know, sir. Listen to me very okay. closely. Okay, that is the last house you want to renovate. Right, it right. is a no, mine pit from hell. Right, exactly. All right. Okay. So go ahead and put it under contract for his fifty-six. Okay. Right. But don't. But you know, try to get him to a couple of thousand dollars down. Right. Okay. And five hundred dollars a month beginning in six months. Okay. And go ahead and close on it. Okay. Now great. let me ask you, what do you got to lose? What's the worst can happen? No, nothing. Nothing. Well, lose nothing. I guess is the worst can happen. And then right. you lose. Then you lose your two thousand dollars down or whatever it is. Right. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So so what? Okay. You know that's a risk worth taking because here's the good news. Mm -hmm. You can probably put sell that house to an owner occupant. Mm-hmm. Sell out house with an owner occupant with owner financing. Uh, I don't. You're going to have to get a better handle on what the repair costs. In fact, it would be a good idea if you actually got some estimates. Right. After right. you buy the you, house, you got plenty of time, don't you? You got all the time in the world. Oh, yeah. so get some oh, contractors yeah. in there and get some real estimates so you can use those. Right. And then you'll know what price to sell it to your owner occupants for. I'd say probably at least a hundred grand, wouldn't you? Right. Okay. As is. Right. As is. Easily. Hundred grand? Mm -hmm. Now you're not going to take any more, any less than ten thousand dollars down, are you? No, no, okay. not at all. So you got two not in it. All. You don't even have a payment for six months. So you've right. created a money machine out of nothing without touching it. Mm-hmm. Okay. See where I'm coming from? Okay. Quit worrying right. about all the other crap. Go put it under contract. Get a title search and close this sucker at those numbers. Okay. Okay. Sure. Now remember, you're buying it in a land trust. Right. Your land mm -hmm. trust signs the mortgage, not you. Right, exactly. Okay. okay. No personal okay. guarantee. No, I have an LLC for that. Well, you can buy in the LLC if you want to. Sure, okay. Okay. Be careful Great. now, though. Um, you're going to turn this into a um, installment sales, most likely. Mm -hmm. You don't want to buy this in the same LLC that your operating account is in because this. Uh, you want to keep your installment sales and your lease options outside of your operating entity. Okay, sure. Sure. I, I have I have more than one LLC. Well. All right. Well, I think it's simpler just to buy it in a land trust, and then you decide where you right. want the money to go in and out of, whatever entity you like. Okay. All right. Okay, sure. Well, that sounds like you a got plan. a good Thank, one. Thanks a lot, Ron. Follow Appreciate up. Get under contract. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh huh. Okay. All right, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Mike. 
Hey, hey, Ron, it's Mike from Massachusetts. I just want to have a one uh, question for you, just a general question. Uh-huh. Where do you typically draw the line in terms of buying on a lease purchase or owner financing and, you know, where you say it's a good deal or not a good deal. Do you look for some free equity or do you, yep. you know, where do you usually I'm not going to buy know. it with owner financing, Mike, unless I have a reason to buy it with owner financing, and that reason would be equity and monthly cash flow. Okay. So you if need like two or three hundred? Well, come on, man. Don't pin me down to that. I don't know. What price range are we dealing with here? Uh, two or three hundred don't mean anything to me. Uh, that's probably not enough to really excite me. But uh, uh, I'm not saying I haven't done it for that. I've done many of them with that kind of a spread in them. So if you can get that kind of spread and you can get some free equity, then you want to stay in it. So you asked me what makes me determine whether I want to stay in it or not. Was that your question? Yes. How much free equity are you looking for? You're looking for a formula, and there is no such thing. Mm -hmm. How much free equity are you looking for? Do you well, like uh, the neighborhood? Do you like the house? Do you like the uh, – is the house going up in value? Is it a house you're proud to be around? Is it going to be an easy sale if it ever comes available again? These are decisions you have to make. But let's say you're living in a market. There's plenty of areas in this country right now that are appreciating 10, 12, 15, even 20% per year. If that's the case and this house happens to be in one of those areas, what do you think is the best move? Buy that sucker, stay in it, and forget about it. So if they're asking market value and they're willing to give you terms and it's an appreciating market, just pay I'd the stay in it, even at market value. As long You know, I try to get a monthly cash flow, but I'm here to tell you it might be in your best interest to stay in it if you don't have any equity today and you don't have any monthly spread. Hmm. Because if it's going up in value and your buyer doesn't buy, you're going to get that value. And if your buyer does buy, what do you, well, you got nothing to lose. You don't get, you may not get anything on the back end. But so what? All you do is collect a payment, make a payment every month. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Thanks, Ron. Case by case, man. If you, if you like the house, you stay in it. If you don't like it, you don't. If you like the cash flow, you stay in it. If you don't, you may want to get out of it. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay, Arrow. At the moment, there are no more callers in the queue. Well, golly, look at that. Is the kid good or what? I I cut that one off right at the right time, didn't I? All right, guys. Well, it's been a good call, actually. Got some good stuff on here, and I appreciate you all tuning in. And I guess we'll see you again next month at this time, unless I happen to see you on uh, Friday or Saturday. Don't forget now, you can get in on my all-day Saturday seminar. All you got to do is go to uh, fronlegrand.com forward slash F. TTW to get registered when we're doing a simulcast. So uh, that means you do not have to come to Atlanta unless you happen to be in the Atlanta area. RonLegrand.com forward slash FTTW. 99 bucks for a couple. 149 simulcasts. So I will see you next week, same time, same channel. And Ariel, could you hold on here for just a second? <laughs> 